I believe a cabal of secret societies has controlled the world for 200 plus years, and we get to be alive at a time to see it fall. I believe in the power of one person working as a team with other Christian patriots can have massive impact in reversing this ungodly culture. I believe that we have an omniscient, omnipresent, and omnipotent God that has put his hand on this moment in time to deny the timeline of the enemy and is about to heal our land. This is Rick, your host, and I believe that God has called me to empower Christian patriots with truth. Join us now for the Blessed Teach Show, and let's see what God is doing today. Here we are on Thursday, October 19th, 2023. Welcome to the Blessed Teach Show. Got a packed lineup for you today. We got Sydney Powell pleading guilty um, to basically not go to jail, uh, but they overcharged her. We're very dishonest. Uh, we just have uh, the two-tiered criminal justice system showing of why she had to do this. We'll dig into that a little bit. Jordan and the Rhinos continue to battle. We'll talk about how they had to cancel the third... Um, I guess the, the, the third vote, and but um, Jim Jordan's clarifying that he is staying in the battle. We'll get into the war updates and a bunch of news uh, showing uh, the Bradenonomics going on and get into the praise and prayer at the end. So uh, we'll also go over Hebrews chapter 7. We did chapter 6 um, a couple nights ago, do chapter 7, getting into the Melchizedek uh, uh, priesthood. I think this will all be interesting. Uh, let's jump into it right now, though, because there's a ton to cover. Um, here we are with former Trump lawyer Sidney Powell pleads guilty in Georgia election interference case. She's getting one of 19 defendants by this Fannie Willis indictment, right? And um, it's really interesting to look at this, uh, but uh, she, she pled, pleaded guilty to six misdemeanor charges in the Fulton County uh, uh, courthouse in Georgia Thursday in order to basically not go to jail. Six charges of conspiracy to commit intentional interference with performance of election duties carried a recommended sentence of six years probation in total, as well as a $6,000 fine and additional $2,700 restitution payment. As part of her sentence, she also agreed to provide a written letter of apology to people of Georgia. <laughs> now, is that the cabal move for you there uh, completely? And, and give truthful testimony at any future hearing. So she'll testify probably against Trump is what they're trying to do. Powell is one of 19 defendants charged in the Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Wills indictment uh, in August. It'll be interesting to see uh, what happens. This is kind of disappointing because we we're hoping that she'd be bringing evidence uh, forward for this. But, uh, uh, but so uh, obviously that did not, not happen. Powell's case has been handled separately from others along with lawyers Kenneth Chesborough. Uh, the two had petitioned the court to have their cases separated from the larger group and to be tried as individuals. 
Judge Scott McAfee partially granted their request but said they must be tried as a pair for the sake of a speedy trial. So that's what happened there. So you can see there is her mugshot and this is exactly the two-tiered justice system we're seeing. Um, and this is a Fox News coverage, right? Which basically just covers uh, the rhino approach to this. Um, if you look at what Technofog is doing, who does more truth or news, says Fulton County prosecutors drop all seven felony against, charges against Sidney Powell in exchange for misdemeanor plea. They overcharged and they knew it. So they knew they couldn't get a catcher. They, they, they weren't going to win anything on the, on the felonies. But they did this to try to get to the plea because they're hoping that she'll plead, write this, uh, write this whole apology to Georgians. Um, and uh, if you read the pleadings, the Fulton County DA lied to the court repeatedly about the law. They hid exculpatory evidence from the grand jury, violating the prosecutor's oath to do justice. And now the felonies vanish on the eve of trial. Totally unjust prosecution. So what's really happening here, Technofox telling you, they know that because of the exculpatory evidence and because they were lying to the court, that if they didn't want to go to trial, but they also wanted to use the fear tactic to get Sydney to, to do as much as they could. So that is a read the pleadings is what Technofox says. Uh, but interesting that we see you know, this, this, it fell apart from perspective of trying to jail her. Like, and that's what they're trying to do to Trump is trying to jail him, right? So it would be interesting to see what they, what they move forward with, with when, when they skits to Trump and the other defendants. So Jordan, Jim Jordan, continues speaker bid. Now, there's a lot of articles that came out right, about three or four hours ago uh, saying, hey, he is canceling the third vote and he's giving it up to the interim guy, right? And that's not the case. He came back and said, no, I'm going to continue my speaker bid. I'm going to be meeting with holdouts. And so the timing of that, some people are saying that he's waiting all the way till January. That is not the case. Uh, Jim Jordan, uh, he basically says he will press forward in his bid to become the next speaker of the House of Representatives. And he's meeting with the holdouts to have, uh, have refused to back him. Now, again, these holdouts are just, this is another way just to expose the rhinos and the problems with our captured House of Representatives and our captured Senate, right? So this is just this highlights it all that more. But again, some of these, uh, Jordan says he has had a good discussion with holdouts, but some minds unchanged, right? Like one buck saying, hey, you have to say that Joe Biden won the election, there was no election fraud, right? It's like, give me a break. That, you want him to lie, right? Just showing you how bad the rhinos uh, in the Republican Party really are. And that is uh, showing it very quickly. Here, break an exclusive. Steve Scalise and 13 rhino holdouts derailing Jim Jordan are connected to the FTX and voter mule donations. So you know how it happened there, right? Well, FTX actually started doing, um, giving donations all to the Democrats and to rhinos and turned out 13 of the 20 people that are voting against him um, are linked right into the FTX and also what people call voter mule donations. This kind of goes into a little bit more detail here where it talks about uh, that right here. It says, but several sources claiming Steve Scalise is orchestrating the holdout that is preventing Jordan from clinching his speakership, including Debbie Dooley, a grassroots activist in Louisiana native. Um, so thousands and thousands of people are calling on the members of Congress demanding Jordan for speaker. So keep that up. Keep that pressure up. I think that is going to really, really help. 
Um, but I think he's the clear saying here, like here's Steve Scalise, the driving force behind the 22 rhinos who have prevented Judiciary Committee Chairman Jim Jordan from clenching the picture after two rounds of votes. Trump endorsed Jordan is a clear choice of grassroots conservatives. And, uh, and that, that's just, you know, totally the facts. And this is this. Uh, so anybody that they, they're pretty much committing political suicide, but that's OK. As long as the rhinos get their way. Uh, they want to create dysfunction. They want to create chaos um, completely, right? Time to remove at Steve Scalise from being majority leader. He is untrustworthy, says Debbie, De Debbie here, which is interesting um, when, when you come back to, to some of her past comments to actually show the opposite of what, what's being said here. Now, let's, let's move to the war a little bit because um, I want to get to a lot of stuff before we get into bringing a guest on to talk a little bit about a few things. Um, here is Israel-Hamas war live updates. At least 32 Americans have been killed. Israel's Netanyahu warns of a long war because they need to eliminate Ham Hamas, which would be a huge blessing for the Palestinians. I think, I think almost everybody would agree with that. When you have a terrorist organization in charge of your politics, you've got trouble, right? Talk about, uh, talk about um, you know, having a cabal lead you. They're, they're completely terrorists. They know they, whenever they get funding, it goes right to build bombs and build the terrorist infrastructure. So this will be a long war, and you're, you're going to have Biden trying to tie Netanyahu's hands all along the way. It's going to be really interesting. Hey, before I get into more, I did want to let you know that uh, the guest we're going to have on is from Cup of Health, cupofhealth.com. And um, I tell you what, this is what I'm drinking it for my coffee in the morning. Why? Because it's the only coffee that tested on my muscle testing, showing it's the only one that was healthy for me, that my body wanted. If you look at really study muscle testing, my wife got a functional uh, medical uh, certificate in this, and I've been muscle tested by multiple people. This is beautiful. It has antioxidants, vitamin A, C, and E, and um, it's got turmeric in it, or well, ginger powder. So, and, and it helps me not be hungry. I literally um, am not hungry when I'm doing my intermittent fasting, when I don't eat breakfast at all and take my uh, 16 hours or whatever of not having any food. That's why I've got my ideal body weight using the Keto Boost patch you know, from Kiwi Strong as well as this coffee. Um, we're going to talk a little bit more detail about that later. And you guys can ask questions about uh, what all is in it and what is unique about Cup of Health. What you want to do is you just want to go to here. And when you go to shop now, make sure you pick up two bags because you get 20% off when you get two bags using the B2T code. That's 20% off using the BTT code. Here's the U.S. State Department sends out wor worldwide caution alerts to Americans. So um, obviously we have Hamas. Uh, we see all kinds of terrorist acts happening right now. Worldwide, this is what the cabal wants, the big distraction. Um, and get get uh, get the, the Islam, especially the extremists, very angry and get um, everybody that is in the West supposed to be supporting Israel. And then they have this, okay, Again, another division tactic. Are you vaxxed? Are you unvaxxed? Are you right? Are you left? Are you are you uh, black? Are you white? Right? Are you are you uh, is, uh, are you are you for gender uh, uh, mutilation or aren't you? Right? Are you pro-abortion, pre-abortion? Everything that they want us to fight on everything. And this is another one. Are you pro-Palestinian? Are you pro-Israel? They want us to fight. Well, we got to realize that we got to get above the fray. Wake up enough people to know that this is the cabal versus we the people. It's not all those other things. They want us to fight. This is the diversionary tactics they use at all times. Sad to see, but sometimes you have to show the people um, versus tell them, right? 
And we're definitely seeing the disaster that, that, that uh, Biden has created, including bringing us into war. Homeland Security officer on leave after it was released, revealed that she worked for the PLO and wrote um, F Israel post. And I reported on this yesterday. She's now resigned. So that is good. That's a really good news. So at least you both she's put on leave. So hopefully um, that happens, right? So we'll, we'll see. An asylum official with the Department of Homeland Security has been on leave after it was revealed that she once served as a spokesman for the PLO, this Palestinian Liberation Organization, which is one of the, the uh, actual um, terrorist-oriented parts of the of Palestinians. And uh, again, the F Israel comment on numerous posts um, supporting Hamas. And so uh, her name is Nudra Ali, an officer of the U.S. Censorship and Immigration Services and Homeland Security. So there's several others that we just need to root out. This has been, uh, I think, uh, Cash Patel's talking about this uh, quite a bit as well on shows. It's uh, just, just, just a fact. It's a fact that we need to just um, admit and move on. First on CNN, U.S. Navy warship near Yemen intercepts multiple missiles, U.S. officials say. So CNN is obviously the number one provoker. We showed their fake video, and they continue to put fake videos out. They're trying to get as much clicks as they can. They want to start a war. And now um, the fact that there are some of these, uh, these terrorist organizations actually shot at the U.S. Navy warship, and they want to start, just like if we know, if you really re read your search history, you'll find out that Pearl Harbor was a false flag where we, our reconnaissance planes were removed, for instance, and we didn't have... Uh, many, many, many of the, of, of the items to, that, that could have uh, warned us. We know that we got a warning, that we intercepted, but we did nothing. Why? Because we wanted to have that disaster happen in Pearl Harbor. Does it mean that, remember, false flag doesn't mean that real horrible events don't happen. It's just that the cabal lets them happen. And, and that's exactly what they did in Japan in world, uh, w w with World War II. If you go back all the way to the World War I with the Lusitania, that was also a false flag. And where we put it in danger on purpose so that we would get into the war. And this is what they're trying to do now. They're trying to use the Israeli-Palestinian conflict to bring the U.S. into a war. Um, since it didn't work in Russia, they're trying to say, okay, now let's try to, to do it in Israel. Um, that, is, that is becoming extremely clear what, what the cabal wants. It's just sad. You just see that the Israel does have the best weapons, though, and they're, and they're extremely precise. And so if you just look at, see, this is just in the last uh, couple of days, you'll see when they drop, a, bombs are very precision. Like here's, here's the building right here, and you can see that knocked down that entire building without um, damaging too horribly much the other buildings around it. And that is the precision you, you munitions are using. And, and if you go to IDF um, in Israel Defense Fund and look at the, on, on um, uh, many of the platforms, including Telegram, you'd be able to see they're showing everything they blew up, and which is really smart because then that hospital, which was the rocket that misfired from Hamas, um, it, it, they, they can they can fight the propaganda war that's going on right now. Uh, but it is sad to see the the demolition and the damage that they're doing to to Palestine and all that money that could have gone to making Palestine a really nice place. Right, went to build bombs to throw to Israel and create this attack, and now you see all the bombs coming back on them. So what could have been used, all the money that's been pushed in there, could have been used for humanitarian, very beautiful buildings, very and and getting people out of poverty, 
Um, and can't, instead, Hamas uses it to create a war. And that's exactly what the cabal loves. They love chaos. They, they again, they, they hate us. It reminds this hatred that you see of Israel having for Hamas, Hamas having for Israel. And that's uh, not just Hamas, right? It's all these extreme Islam groups, including Al-Qaeda, including Hezbollah, including Hamas, that hates Israel. And the hatred for, when I was praying to the Lord about this, um, we saw about that same hatred is the hatred the cabal has for us and all people, right? Including including the Israelis and the and 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 the Palestinian people. This cabal hates all of mankind. They think they're above us, right? That is why it goes back to the thirteen bloodlines. It goes back to these elites and the Rockefellers and the Rothschilds and all these groups of people who um, continue to want to create chaos in our world. They hate us. They love chaos. And they make massive money doing it. Here's a Trump talking about Loretta Lynch in New in New York, saying Latita James. I mean, you sued me on a statute. So the New York State AG Latita James, who sued me on a statute never used before for such a case, had a bad day in the rigged trial going on in Lower Manhattan. Her appraiser witness was a disaster on the stand, and her ridiculous valuations were shown to be incorrect without even discussing the 18 million value she ascribed to Mar-a-Lago. This trial is a giant democratic scam with a Trump developer hating judge who does whatever Letitia demands. He is totally afraid of her. <laughs> thought that was really interesting. He is totally afraid of her. Does he miss the of? Sometimes you got to look and see what when Trump has a has a typo, it's often a, it actually is a sign and a lot of anons will be all over that. But fortunately, have been overturned on many occasions by the courts of pills, including our, in our case, which decision he refuses to even acknowledge, showing great disrespect to the appellate court. Businesses are watching this witch hunt trial and moving out of New York and definitely not moving in. And that is so true um, that, that I'm seeing that as well. There's a couple posts from Praying Medic that I wanted to jump to that uh, those of you who followed me in the past and know that I reported on Q in depth and the anons and what they analyzed. And this is one of the posts that talked about the greatest military intelligence operation of our time, Q, and, in his, and there's going to be people looking at it from a historical perspective as that. Now you have people like Flynn saying, even though he did where we go, when we go all with his family, and he was a paramount figure, now saying that it's ridiculous to even believe this nonsense, right? And so what, preparing medic, I love his, his uh, take on things. And he just talks about things very logically. He said, regardless of what anyone says publicly about Q, Trump affirmed that he was working with Q seemingly countless times. And that's true, seeming countless times. The fact is never going to change. Yes, Q was a PSYOP, but it was a good PSYOP that served Trump's goals. And I think it's way beyond Trump. Right? It's, it's, it's actually um, a, a, a military PSYOP against the deep state and the cabal and uh, worldwide. If you, were not, if you were not there watching in real time, then you would be oblivious to this. But it happened, and it occurred more times than I can count. No question. They were called zero deltas. There were so many things that showed us that Trump, this was Trump's back channel and a PSYOP against the deep state. That's clearly what it was. 
What Q and Trump did was make the deep state and the satanic cabal tangible reality rather than ethereal idea. I'm gonna go back to this view, sorry about that. Um, it, rather than an, an ethereal idea in our minds. This was truly invaluable for me, he talked about himself, praying medic, right? And thousands of others, including me, and it began a domino effect that forced social media to begin censoring and banning truth tellers because we had become such a threat. In fact, when I lost my 110,000 subscribers on YouTube, um, it was this is all the exact same day where all the large reports that were telling the truth about what Q was reporting on um, got taken down all at the same time, of course, before the election. Don't let anyone take the pride of being an Anon away from you. Remember, Anon is an anonymous person who was usually a very great researcher. I'm not, I was not an Anon because I wasn't anonymous, right? I was up there, I was reporting on what the Anon said. Um, and so don't let anyone take the, or what they researched, I should say. Don't let anyone take the pride of being an Anon away from you. you we accomplished much and put forth seeds that are still blooming to this day. And that's true. And, and, and Praying Medic is a great guy to follow. You can find him on Telegram and many other places, but he does a great job of telling truth. And um, he has several books on Q as well. I don't report on Q a lot because I think he's already done his job, right? It's kind of got us thinking about it for ourselves. And it's been maligned so much by the media, but I wanted to make sure everybody uh, that um, was part of this movement can be proud of it, right? And, I, and it, it was a it was a it was it was a great movement that we've now kind of moved beyond it because everybody's starting to think for themselves. A good huge groundswell of people, where you've got that hundredth monkey concept, where everybody's waking up, is exciting to see. And now it's through um, future proofs past was what many people will talk about, where the news is starting to show everything that Q talked about was right. Just when everybody says every everything Trump says was right. Well, it was because we partially because we had Q, right? An open source intelligence operation developed by the U.S. military and supported by the President of the United States. The goal of Q's operation is to provide information that counters false narratives of the mainstream media. That's what it was doing. It's waking people up. And then this is another point I think is really important. If General Flynn is ignorant of the true purpose of the Q operation, he would naturally dis dismiss it as nonsense. Now, if he is, and now, um, now especially, and, and, and so that's true, right? So you got to understand. Obviously, if he's unaware of it, he's going to think it's nonsense, like many people that just get into it. If he is aware of the operation, especially if he's involved in it personally, he could never say so publicly and would be forced to deny it. In other words, you will never learn anything valuable about Q from people like Flynn because he's an intelligence operative. I believe he was involved in it, and he has got to distance himself away from it, especially with the mainstream media um, um, tacking so heavily on this. So if you're new to Q, now you know it. Right? Anons, know, Anons know that you're not going to get any information from Flynn directly. Um, and, then, and if you're new to Q, you'll know that as well. Hopefully that helps a little bit as people are struggling with that whole movement. Um, so RFK Jr. comes out in favor of reparations, carving out a lane to Biden's left. So this is real interesting. I think a lot of this is optics. Um, you know, but people like Don Jr. are jumping on this and showing that this guy is not your guy. You know, okay, yeah, he's, he's telling truth on vaccines, but that's about it. Everything else is a leftist position. If you go back and look at him six months ago before he started running, but I, I still think this could be a uniting um, of the right and left together, um, potentially, right? We'll see. But it does seem that 
he's got a he's very very leftist in manner. He's already rejected the build of his sin he would ever come on Trump's ticket. But you never know. Some of these things could be could be building up, right? So I do see uh, Todd on. We'll bring him on just a few minutes after I cut a few more articles here, and uh, we'll we'll uh, look at that. Uh, so so I wanted to uh, make sure that you guys got my opinion on RFK Jr. I believe. Um, that he's an, this is an optics play, right? And there's no question in the latest polls that it's taking more away from Biden than, than Trump. They're in big trouble. They know they're in big trouble. The deep state's going to have to switch them out. I do not think it's going to work real well. Um, I did want to let you know that PACs, the two legislatures, made Colony Ridge possible. So here's Ken Paxton, who's back working after the, the attack on him. But he's now calling out these Republican lawmakers who, are, who basically made this Colony Ridge possible, which was really an alien housing development right so that is uh that is uh just great to have ken paxton back fighting for us and you'll see a couple other things i want to show you this u.s debt clock guys and just i i, I keep emphasizing how important it is on uh on really looking at what people are thinking about silver because of the printing of the dollar it's ridiculous that silver hasn't just skyrocketed and gold as well right now this is predicting in five years a $1,500 price per ounce when it's like 23 or 24 right now. That is the 60-fold increase we've been talking about, right? And that is uh, some, some science just down to, to calculate the, how the price of silver has, uh, has uh, I mean, because of the amount of printing of the dollars just by, uh, and so the, the, the derivatives that all these big banks are, are keeping the price down, once they fail, watch out. When that Babylonian system fails, that is when you, you, you can't be one day late. If you're one day late on this, you want to be three or four months early, then one day late. That's why you want to call Kirk Elliott, right? The link's down below in this for both the, the coffee we've been talking about as well as Kirk Elliott's link. Again, this is my B2T link. It'll give you a story of what I've been doing. I've done five transactions with him. That's how, how um, invested I am in personally. Uh, knowing that this is going to be part of the great wealth transfer, in my opinion, and um, and again, um, it's also just a great hedge bet against a collapsed economy. There's just so many smart things you just don't want to be in stocks or a bunch of cash right now. So make sure you call Kurt to get your appointment set up. Seven two zero six zero five thirty nine hundred. That's seven two zero six zero five thirty nine hundred. And we're going to get into Bible study in a second, as well as praise and prayer. But I wanted to bring on a guest to talk more about my favorite coffee. That old, it's the only one that actually is uh, is actually healthy for you, according to muscle testing on me. And uh, it's got me to my ideal body weight uh, with along with the keto patches. But I wanted to bring on um, Todd. Todd, how are you doing today? Fantastic. How are you doing, Rick? That's great. Let me get this up here. See if I can find my interview tab. There it is. All right. So, Todd, uh, th thanks again for coming on. Last time I did not have the audio working. <laughs> so <laughs> we had a little five, ten-minute conversation, and and uh, nobody could hear you. But uh, we represent. I saw you at the Reawaken Tour. Thank you for being a patriot and uh, supporting that movement. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you. It was fun to see you there. Fun to be there. Yeah. So so tell me, just back up a little bit about how you woke up to this movement and how did you get involved in the Reawaken Tour? So, so we... Uh, have been you know we formulated the coffee and we had been sharing it with people um, I've always been a conservative always very interested in in uh, what we can do to protect our rights and and uh, freedoms 
Um, but it wasn't until uh, I had a chance to go to an expo that came here to Utah, and I went to that expo and I heard all of those speakers, and I said, oh my goodness, there's so much going on that I didn't even know was going on behind the scenes. And right. so I very much got drawn into it, got excited about it. I love being informed. And, uh, and that led me to a number of individuals who said, hey, tell us about your coffee. And, mm -hmm. uh, and then the coffee just kind of uh, enveloped, I mean, Clay Clark and those that are putting on the reawakening, General Flynn, you know, they said, we got to have your coffee at the events. And so they started to have us come. We said, we'd be happy to come. We sample it to everybody. So we give literally thousands of cups of coffee out at each one of those events. We want our patriots to be healthy. As uh, as Doug Billing said, we need we need our patriots to be able to fight. <laughs> and uh, and so, you know, we, we call this our, our fighting drink, right? Uh, if you listen to uh, General Flynn, you know, he has a, he had a fun thing. He says on that video, he said, uh, if th this is the best thing I've done for myself today to be uh, to be in uh, fighting condition. So, yeah. And it, what, what I didn't realize is how bad coffee is for you in general. Some as, with the pesticides and so much going on. And and uh, and I, I was shocked that every coffee I tested had a negative Ne negative testing on me, right? And, and I don't think it's the coffee itself, but it's everything about how they do it. So talk a little bit about why um, Cup of Health is so much healthier for for everybody and how, it, and I love it because of intermittent fasting. That's my favorite thing, but anything else that you want to emphasize? Sure. So, you know, we don't realize this, but uh, if you go and look at independent testing, they say the average cup of coffee today contains over 117 different pesticides in it. 117 different wow. pesticides in the average cup of coffee and over 30 mycotoxins. And mycotoxins don't get a lot of attention, but these are these are molds, fungus, you know, these are the types of small molecules that end up in coffee because the the people growing the beans, storing the beans, roasting the beans, shipping the beans are not too concerned about proper care and uh, and taking care of them. And so what happens? Well, they're they're in some pretty uh, humid climates. They uh, they have some moisture in them. And what happens is some of these molds and fungus and different mycotoxins find their way in. And if they find their way into the beans, they find their way into your cup of coffee. And so uh, that's that's they actually consider coffee to be one of the most toxic drinks in the market. That's pretty frightening since it's also one of the most popular, right? I mean, here in America, 150 million Americans drink 400 million cups of coffee a day. I had to look down at my notes because I never remember those numbers. That's a lot of cups of coffee on a daily basis. So we got behind uh, trying to avoid all of those mycotoxins and pesticides and see if it was possible to make a clean coffee for one. But then the second thing, as you said, Rick, we wanted a coffee that was anti-inflammatory, that reduced inflammation. Uh, because anytime you are drinking something that's really acidic, and has all those toxins in it, it's going to have a negative effect on, on the digestive system and on right. the body and create inflammation. So what we did is we took that organic, uh, triple lab tested coffee. So it's tested for you know all of the different pesticides, chemicals and toxins, mycotoxins at three different times in the process so that we make sure nothing creeps in at any of the transport or storage. But then we add to that an organic coconut cream, an organic ginger, an organic turmeric, 
uh, muscadine seeds and skins. I don't know how familiar people are with that, but that contains over a hundred different antioxidants and uh, many, many phytonutrients that help to boost the immune system and uh, help the body help the body fight off uh, uh, free radicals. And then to that, we also have a seaweed extract that helps to balance blood sugar and uh, a little bit of uh, ground stevia leaf. The end result, oh, and some MCT oil. So the end result is now you have a cup of coffee that's actually not just not bad for you. It's actually really good for you. Yeah. And, uh, and so people are feeling better. They're having more energy. They're losing weight. But it's, it's because that we've reduced the inflammation and we've balanced blood sugar. When the body is in balance, it does a fantastic job of, of meeting a homeostasis. You talked about uh, the uh, intermittent fasting, right? Um, mm-hmm. If a person can get into a fasting state, then, uh, then you know, they, can, they can turn that switch so that the body will use its own fat stores for energy rather than thinking it has to store fat and save uh, energy in the body. And so it's, it's really calming the body down, reducing inflammation, fixing the digestive problems, giving the body the tools it needs to fight off uh, offenders, and of course, avoid all the bad. And uh, by doing that, we give, we give people a tool that really, really helps them get healthy. Yeah, I was just shocked about the, the, the muscle testing, right? And so, and I think that's the, the key to this is having all those antioxidants, you have the turmeric in there, um, and all the other things you've just talked about. Um, and it, and the, but more importantly, it just tastes awesome. You don't have to add any cream to it or, or any, uh, I guess, uh, sweetener to it. And so it's very cost effective as well when you start adding all that stuff up, right? And um, I, I just really, really have enjoyed this. My, I, I buy 10 bags at a time. <laughs> uh, you know that, right? And because uh, my, my daughter wants some, you know, it's like, uh, it's, it's like, an, and I can, uh, I can do two or three cup, cups of this very healthy with, uh, and um, anyway, the, the whole point is the intermittent fasting and getting out of my ideal body weight is what I love about it. But um, so so have you have you had have you have any um, testimonials about uh, uh, inflammation or anything like that that's happened lately? Oh, there's so many testimonials. In mm-hmm. fact, uh, if you want to hear some of them, that we video them and record them. Uh, we've got we've got hundreds of Google reviews. You can read online, um, mm-hmm. but also if you go to our website cupofhealth.com, click on the testimonials link. There's a whole bunch of video testimonials, including our our favorite General Flynn, <laughs> and uh, and you can you can read from them. I mean, a, a lot of those are recorded at the uh, reawaken event. Where right. uh, where people are trying it for the first time, they're coming back the second or third day and saying, "I feel so amazing. Why? What is in this?" You know, they thought they were just getting a cup of coffee. They didn't realize they were going to get all those benefits. One of the nice things is that if if people are sensitive at all to caffeine, a regular cup of coffee with all the toxins will really kind of spike the energy, but then crash um, because of all the other things that are in here. Per volume, you've got about half the amount of caffeine that a uh, normal cup of coffee has, but you get even better mental energy because of all of the MCT oil and the coconut cream. You kind of just just feel really good, and it slowly tapers off at about three or four hours without the crash. So, so like you said, people can have multiple cups of this during the day and just just maintain a very healthy, sustained level of energy um, and reduce inflammation. And it's it's uh, it's been very effective that way. But one thing we should also mention is, as you said, it has the it has the creamer already in it, has the the uh, stevia leaf in there to make it sweet. It's all combined into one. It's a it's a freeze dried 
uh, all those nutrients are freeze dried and instantized. So all you do is add a cup to hot water or room temperature and pour over ice if you like it cold. But it's it's you don't need to brew it. You don't need to mix it. You don't need to blend it. You don't have to add all those things to it. So it's great for travel. It's great in the morning if you're in a hurry. The convenience of it is really a big factor as well. And and you mentioned cost. I mean, if you if you go and figure what it's cost to buy, you know, organic creamer, organic coffee, you know, ginger, turmeric, muscadine, MCT oil, seaweed extract, and all those things, and try to do this at home, you're you're going to be way way over you know, the price of what you'd want to spend on a cup of coffee. I am Mike Flynn, and I am about to make myself a cup of just this dynamite Java Boost coffee. It's it's awesome. The best thing I like about it is its flavor. Honestly, I'm very particular. I have drank coffee and and drinks over my lifetime of military service, Mm -hmm. and I'm very particular about what I drink, and particularly the coffee and the flavoring and everything that I have. So I'm about to do this here, make this thing, Make this thing a reality. I'll suck this down. It's one of the best things I'm gonna have today. Probably the most important thing I'm gonna do today. And it'll uh, it'll give me that kind of kick that I need, which I really do uh, appreciate having. So it's wonderful, it's delicious. Java Boost coffee. Yeah. Get some. Cupofhealth.com, go to cupofhealth.com and you're gonna find out about why I drink uh, Java coffee. All right. Good examples. I want to make sure that that, that testimony was real. And uh, and uh, Todd, I really appreciate you taking a little bit of time. Any any last thoughts? No, I just appreciate the chance to to share. Uh, I can absolutely vouch that you buy this ten bags at a time, and, <laughs> yes. uh, and you visit our table a few times at the events, and we love to see yes. and appreciate your endorsement. Yeah, I love it. I love it. So make sure you get two bags um, and that, that we get 20% off using the B2T code when you go to the link down below in the video over to Cup of Health. Um, so, so thanks so much, Todd. We appreciate you. Thank you. It's my pleasure. All right. Take care. All right. Hey, we're going to dig into the a little bit of the Bible now. Um, I went over um, Hebrews chapter 6 and um, that a couple days ago and didn't have all my links ready for me so I wanted to bring some of that up and then also wanted to dig in a little bit to chapter 7 of that as well so as we get into this let's jump in to, to some of this beautiful this beautiful scripture about the Melchizedek priesthood about how we can um, actually enjoy um, understanding the difference between the Old Testament and the New Testament right so this, uh, remember, five talked about this whole thing about um, milk versus meat, right? So we talked a lot about that last time, and uh, we we dug into to to a lot of what that is. We know that it's not just salvation, and that's that's I believe a big problem with our with our mega churches and our evangelistic movement that we have here. The beautiful thing is we've done a great evangelistic uh, uh, movement in the United States, um, but we but it's but this. This is showing that that's milk, right? We need to get to the meat, and I believe the meat's a lot of the, the, the gifting and the fruits of the spirit, as well as understanding the difference between the Old Testament and New Testament, and the, and the whole difference between the Old Testament and New Testament priests. And that digs into this quite a bit. And so, what I'm going to do is, is is go back a little bit to to this chapter where we dug into some of this, um, and as, as love digging into the scriptures with you guys and that's what we're gonna do and then we're gonna get into praise and prayer so hold on if you really want to hear some awesome music and really dig into that 
uh, we're messing with the sound levels and making it going to be it's, it's going to be so awesome as as we finalize everything here over the next next few few uh, few uh, weeks. And so what I'm doing, I'm looking at my teachings right now, and what we have is on October seventh is when I started studying this. So it's been quite a while. Um, but when I did this, I had to go over it pretty quick and couldn't go through over some of this. So I want to look at a little bit about if I get, get to the end near the end of this where. Uh, verses 14 where it talks about the promise so i'm going to come right here where it says surely i will bless you and multiply you right when we talk about abraham and i just got through watching that movie his only son from angel studios beautifully done so you might want to look at that it's a, so much better than the, than these netflix series or hulu series or whatever they're doing just uh wholesome movies that bring you back to the word of god and show you the pain that abraham to go had to go through it w and it brings you back to the pain that the father had before he had to let Jesus suffer on the cross, right? Ah, it really moved me. <laughs> it was cool. But if you look back on Genesis 22, it says, and, and he said, By myself I have sworn, declares the Lord, because you have done this and have not withheld your son, your only son. That's the name of the movie, your only son, right? Just like John 3.16 talks about your only son. I will surely bless you and surely multiply your offspring as the stars of heaven and as the sand that is on the seashore and your offspring shall possess the gate of his enemies. Um, beautiful scripture there as you as you dig through God, the certainty of God's promises and getting into what Abraham talked about. And in verse 19 and 20, it talks about the curtain. So we again study this whole scripture. So I'm kind of jumping around a little bit here, just to kind of move into chapter seven. We have this as a sure instead of as anchor of the soul, a hope that enters into the inner place behind the curtain. And just remember that whole curtain thing is about it tore right in right in half of that curtain protected everyone except for the high priest that would go in once a year to the Holy of Holies and uh, signifying that the holiness of God would just basically, we can't go face to face. We can't come to the Lord except through the priest, right? And that's the way it was in the Old Testament. And that's why we have a much better covenant now. But if we dig into a little bit of what it's talking about with that, if you go back to Hebrews 9 and 9, um, and we're in Hebrews 7, so this is going forward a little bit. It says, behind the second curtain was a second section called the most holy place. So that's what we're talking about, this most holy place. And we talked about that in Revelation, how when we get to the new heaven and new earth and the new Jerusalem, we're going to be in the holy of holies with the light of the of the Father and the Son being the light that are there, right? And but and so now, when they couldn't even, only one person once a year would go into the holy of holies in the Old Testament. So we're in the between time period, right? Which is this New Testament time period, this new promise. And that's where we are. And that's what this is talking about. And it talks about this veil, right, that was uh, separating it. And, and, and in Exodus, it talked about it. And you shall make a veil of blue and purple and scarlet yarns and fine twin linen. It shall be made with cherubim skillfully worked into it. And so it was a, it was a curtain. And it was, but when in the second temple, in Ptolemy's temple, it was instead of the tent that was movable in Moses' time, Moses' tabernacle, Remember, in the, when they built that uh, that temple, and then the second temple, and by the time Jesus came back, that was four inches thick. And when Jesus died, the earthquake came, and it tore from from top to bottom. Woo! Um, showing us um, 
that and that's what that that's what this is talking about here matthew 27 51 says and behold the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom and the earth shook and the rocks were split and that's when that roman shoulder said surely this is the son of god right and uh i just this really really cool stuff and um if you get to hebrews 10 going forward a little bit it talks about the full assurance of faith and a lot of that chapter dug into almost as if you could fall away from your faith um, this is this is part of Hebrews that kind of says, Hey, therefore, brothers, since we have confidence to enter the holy places of the blood of Jesus by the new and living way that he opened up for us, the curtain that is through his flesh. Right? So once we have that insurance of salvation, there's that curtain again, right? So by first death on the, on the cross, we have this new and living way that he opened us. So we can go right to through Jesus says which what we pray by the name of Jesus right to the Father right and we don't need priests you know I know, know there may be some Catholics that may be listening here but that is the Bible's clear about that all over the place we can go directly because that curtain tore we don't need priests anymore to go to the Father with our concerns we don't know, need to go to saints either right we go directly to the Father through Jesus that's a very biblical concept that's all over the Bible, especially here in the book of Hebrews. That's why I love Hebrews 6 and Hebrews 7, talking about the certainty of God's promises. And it talks about how this new covenant is so much better than the old covenant, right? And I love this pic, this, uh, this graphic here where it just talks about in Leviticus versus Hebrews. And that's the old covenant, which was temporary. And the new covenant was just permanent. Why is it permanent? Because Jesus is alive forever. Once he was raised from the dead, he's alive forever. He's living. He's a living sacrifice, right? If you look at the second thing, it talks about the obsolete promises here in, in Le Leviticus. And now it's better promises. This is a better covenant that we get to live in. Why? Because we have the Holy Spirit in us, right? That can, gets us right. And that's this part of this is the meat that we talk about. It's not just the salvation and, and being saved. It's like, what are we going to do now that we have the Holy Spirit, right? We'll first recognize that Jesus and we're living in the better promises. Therefore, we should have more power and be able to use our words and be able to listen and pray to God, hear from God and use that power. And that's why John 14, 12 always talks about we will do the works of Jesus and do greater works in him, right? And that's been lost. We've, we have, we have our evangelic church just doing milk and nothing but milk and not doing the meat. And we need to move out of that as we align with the head and see him do amazing things. This talks about a shadow versus the reality, right? The reality is, wow, Jesus came to die for our sins and now he covers us. And now we can go directly to the Father. Aaronic, the Aaronic priesthood versus the Melchizedek priesthood. That's what chapter seven is all about. Sinful priesthood versus the sinless priest. <laughs> what a great difference. Huh? Limited by death and priesthood was the Leviticus priesthood. And then what, and, and what do we have now with Jesus? The forever priesthood. We went from daily sacrifices to the once and for all sacrifice of Jesus. That's why we don't have to have mass that actually goes through the crucifixion process. Again, that's not the, what it, this is about. This is, this is a once and for all sacrifice and the communion just celebrates that right annual sacrifices um is i'm sorry animal sacrifices versus the sacrifice of god's only son that's why i really encourage you to go look at that movie where it centers that whole story of isaac and uh, abraham having to sacrifice his own son and how that parallels to the way god was feeling right but he had to go through with it 
Abraham didn't, right? It's a big difference. Ongoing sacrifices versus sacrifices are no longer needed. A one-year atonement versus eternal appropriation. And then we're going to get into that more when we get into chapter 10, 9 and 10. So we'll talk about that in more detail. But I just wanted to, uh, you'll have this in the show notes. So I think you really enjoy some of those teachings there. Let's get into chapter 7. A priestly order of Melchizedek. Now, there, there's, a, there's a lot of cults that will take things that aren't extremely clear in the Bible, and they will run with brand new things that they say they hear from God that totally become non-biblical. And the Mormon religion is one of those, right? The Melchizedek priesthood and the Aaronic priesthood and the Levitical priesthood, they completely mess up based on supposedly what was given in the Doctrine of Covenants which has been changed massively. That's why I spent a lot of time with Mormons showing them how the leaders have lied to them. Now, Joseph Smith changed supposed words from God in massive fashion. I have an old Doctrine of Covenants from the 1830s and a newer one. Then there's massive changes in there with no footnotes. And, and it's just, he wanted a new, he wanted to change things as he was going. Completely showing that it was not, it's not true. And, uh, and, and they teach incorrect things about the priesthoods completely. Right, so let's let's teach what the truth of the Bible teaches about these priesthoods. Right, we know the Aaronic priesthood was all about doing the animal sacrifices, and I just showed you the difference between it and the Melchizedek. It's, 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 so the real truth is what I just showed you. This is the real truth with Scripture references. Okay, the difference between the Old Testament and the New Testament, and everything about this Melchizedek priesthood is this new priesthood here, and that's what's talked about in chapter seven. Extremely clear. So don't let these false churches teach you things that aren't biblical. Think for yourselves. Be in the Bible. Don't go to extra biblical sources, especially when they come from false prophets, which I can show you very much is so in the Mormon religion is a completely false prophet who actually, um, and one of the biggest biggest uh, uh, proofs of that is not only, not only their incorrect teachings, but the biggest proof to a Mormon is that the leaders lied to them over and over and over again, like Bruce McConkie saying that the that Jesus Christ was in the name of the church when it, when it was not for a year and a half. It says it's always been in there. He lied in Mormon doctrine. In print, they lied to you. And then the fact that they were, they were, they, they were literally pedophiles. They had, they had young girls as wives and their mom at the same time. That's sick stuff, okay? And then you then you really get into the fact that the book of Abraham was a was a was a book of the dead from Egypt, and he, and he acted like he made a book of Abraham. It had nothing to do with Abraham. It had to do with Egyptian gods. So he falsely mistranslated and misled the Mormon people, and and it goes on and on and on. I can show you that he translated. He took translation errors from the 15, 1611 King James Bible, and it got into the Book of Mormon. And they give you the Book of Mormon, which doesn't have all the weird teachings and want you to pray about it. That's totally dishonest. Why? Because the weird teachings are in the Doctrine of Covenants, the Pearl of Great Price, and the other scriptures, right? In this Book of Abraham. Those three have the weird, wrong teachings. They actually teach that God, that, that Father, Son, and Holy Ghost are separate gods, and that you can become a god yourself. They say, as man is, God was, and man may become. Those are totally false teachings. That says, as God is, man was, and basically saying that, that God was a man in the past and earned his way to heaven as Elohim, and, and that is completely blasphemous. It's not biblical. And it also teaches that Jesus was a created being. Well, no, he was there at creation. He was the creator. He was not a created being, and that Jesus is equal with Satan. No, Jesus is way above Satan. His name is the name above all names. 
So there's so many things. I want just to make sure that the people are talking about the Melchizedek priesthood and the Mormon tries to tell you that he knows more about it because it's in the Doctrine of Covenants that was changed massively. Massive changes throughout almost all those scriptures. Like, and I can show you from, from factual things to show you that they lied to you about what he said because what he said was massively changed with no footnote saying in 1839 that the Lord told me this and then it's massively changed later. I'm sorry. That's a false prophet. That's a false religion. You need to come out of that red pill yourself on your religion and come to know the true Jesus that's in the Bible. And, and the Bible's been accurately preserved, by the way. It's another thing they pull you away saying, well, we believe the Bible is, uh, as far as was translated correctly. And they say, and the Book of Mormon is, 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 is the most correct book on earth. Give me a break. There's anachronisms in the Book of Mormon. It, it, it's, it's completely, you got to red pill yourself on this stuff, guys. Completely inaccurate. And I show from my course on um, Impactor for Truth how the Bible can be trusted because of textual criticism. It's the most reliable document of antiquity in existence by far in the New Testament. And so to, to, take, to basically say that the Book of Mormon is more accurate than the Bible is just blasphemy to its point. Je Joseph Smith also said that he did better works than Jesus because Jesus' followers ran away from him and nobody was followed away from Joseph Smith at that time. This is a false prophet. Get off of it. Red pill yourself on that religion and come to the truth of what the Melchizedek priesthood is. It's right here. It is the new covenant. It is, it is the once and for all sacrifice. It's the forever priesthood. That's what Melchizedek was all about. Okay? He was probably a Christophany, right? And that's what a, a, a theological term saying that Jesus Christ coming in flesh in the Old Testament before he was actually became um, human. Right? So that is a beautiful, beautiful um, teaching about Hebrews 7, 7. And I spent so much time on that, I'm sorry. Probably, I might not be able to get through all this, but because this is a relatively long um, uh, uh, chapter that goes all the way through chapter 27. So I'll dig into this probably, maybe Friday, because I know um, um, Gus can't be there on Friday, I think, because of a, a funeral he has to be at. So I might dig into this in detail on Friday night um, um, word and worship, and then, and then we'll at least get through it on Sunday. Okay, and, uh, but I just want to give you a kind of a flavor of understanding the priestly order of Melchizedek, which we'll get into in, in the near future. And it talks about the king of Salem, and who and, and when what we'll, we'll get into what the definition of Salem is, and all these beautiful details. We'll get into uh, chapter seven of, of of Melchizedek. I'll just read the first paragraph here, and we'll move to from praise and prayer um, to just uh, just to just worship the Lord. But it says for this Melchizedek, king of Salem, priest of the Most High God, met Abraham returning from the slaughter of the kings and blessed him. Remember the five kings versus the four kings fight each other, and uh, and and they actually went and and and, and, and uh, Saddam. They basically went over it and they took a lot away. And Abraham and his shepherd men basically went and 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 won the battle and got and rescued Lot and brought all this spoilage back from the from that and so um so he's returning from the slaughter of the kings and blessed him and to him abraham apportioned a tenth part of everything so this thing you have this king's art these four king's armies and the five king's army and one overtakes the other they go to the, they go to, to saddam and, and they they basically take prisoners of lot and his family and all the spoilage and Abraham with a bunch of shepherd people, obviously anointed by God, almost like almost like a, you just think think about all the other battles where you had these anointed things happen, and you're able to go take a bunch of three or four hundred shepherd men and basically take over four or five armies and, <laughs> and bring all the spoilage back. 
That is a miracle. So, uh, so what did Abraham do? Well, he was blessed by this Melchizedek who all of a sudden showed up. I mean, we don't have any history of Melchizedek. There's very little uh, information about him. We just know he's king of Salem. We'll dig into what that actually means uh, um, soon. And what you what you see that uh, he is first by translation his name, king of righteous, and then he is also the king of Salem. That is the king of peace, right? So you're talking about the king of peace. Who's the prince of peace? Who's the king of peace? Okay, that's Jesus, right? And so you you and he paid a tenth and and uh, talked. It will go will go through all the logic. That, he, that means that means Abraham considered him higher than himself, right? And so that's why most people think that, that Melchizedek was the was the uh, actual Christophany uh, of Christ. And this and this later talks about it, where it points to to the Messiah, and it actually says, you know, going back to some of the Old Testament scripture, you are a priest forever. Who's that? That's Jesus, after the order of Melchizedek, right? So this is uh, an exciting chapter we'll dig into in more detail um, either Friday and or Sunday during word and worship. But right now we're going uh, to dig into praise and prayer because we're after 6 o'clock at the top of the hour. I think you guys will really enjoy this. So let's dig into um, some, some, some word and worship here. I want to go to this screen here. I got a lot of stuff open, so let me uh, get this all organized with the new software. I about got this licked, right? We about got this all. Now now we're working on sound to make it perfect. So I'd appreciate you guys thinking through uh, with me and giving me feedback. If you're on Rumble right now and you love this type of stuff, um, tell me how, what the sound levels are, especially on the songs. That's what we're really trying to tone in so that I don't have to do adjustments during the show. And so the videographer's changing some of this. and. We're especially going to test it on the first song, which is going to be Mighty to Save. That we It's our first song that we ever did. We're getting it to be perfect. And once we do that, I can replicate it through all the other songs, right? So I think, I think you guys will really enjoy this as we as we dig into this. So I, I'm, I was moving some stuff around. looks like I've changed. There, there it is. Okay. All right, here I am as we get ready for praise and prayer. So we're going to dig into some beautiful scriptures. There's a couple just about to make out to put myself a little bit lower on this view as we, so I can stand up and worship with you guys. Um, one of my favorite things is this new studio, so I can stand up in it. I can show you charts and stuff. I need to do that a little bit more in the, during the teachings and be standing up like a weatherman, right? And I, but I can also stand up and just worship with you guys. I just love it. So Lynn's iPod Touch, please turn off your, your, your video if you don't mind. Um, yeah, or, or come on camera, one of the two. Uh, but we just don't want a black screen showing up there. Um, let's see here. We have, we're, we're going we're gonna to dig into this music. There it is. It wasn't open. So we're going to do Mighty to Save. And this is where I have everything at full volume and, uh, and we have these new sound levels. So let me know how this sound works on both the backstage as well as on rumble here we go this is again mighty to save first part we always do is link everything to scripture right so here we are on my god is mighty to save the lord your god is in your midst a mighty one who will save zephaniah 3 17 so you should be able to hear the music and me speaking over it he rose and conquered the grave christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures that he was buried that he was raised on the third day and that he appeared to Cephas, which is Peter, 
then to the 12. Then he appeared to more than 500 brothers at one time, many of whom are still alive. That's beautiful, isn't it? I'm gonna change a couple of things so I got Shuri in the right spot here. Beautiful. And then you have here, um, and I'm just gonna close, Lynn, I'm gonna close your camera. You can come back in if you'd like. All right. Um, the, it, what's, what's amazing about this is that, again, he conquered the grave, and he wanted everybody to know it. How did he, get, how did he let everybody know it? Well, by literally showing himself to 500 people, right? That is a beautiful part of what we're, we're, what we're gonna be seeing here yet. Now, shine your light and let the whole world see. You're the light of the world, a city set on a hill that cannot be hidden. Let your light shine before others in Matthew 5, 14 and 16. All right, now we're getting the full um, music. Let me know if it's too soft, too loud. There we go. Appreciate you guys. Let's worship to mighty to save. A love that's never been Let mercy fall on me For everyone needs forgiveness The kindness of a Savior The hope of nations The Lord your God is in your midst God's your midst, the mighty one who will save.
sound was on your system uh, especially on rumble as well as backstage I'm pretty sure I'm at to turn these other ones down um, but let me know what you think um, so I didn't know Annette do you mind reading this one I love to at the cross I surrender my life where your love ran red and my sin washed white I owe all to you Jesus in him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace. Ephesians 1 7, a place where mercy reigns, never dies, streams of grace flow deep and wide. All the love I ever found, let us stand with confidence, draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Hebrews 4.16 Where sin and shame are powerless, where my heart has peace with God and forgiveness. There is a shot there from Elizabeth. 
Uh, I can't see. Here but it comes. They were, yeah, so he disarmed the rulers and authorities and put them to open shame by triumphing over them in him. Colossians yes, 2.15. It was the shut message. I'm sorry. Hey, no problem. I know you probably cut off at the bottom. But uh, I'm going to turn this down a little bit. Let me know what the sound level is on this puppy. There's a place where mercy reigns and never dies. There's a place where streams of grace flow deep and wide. For all the
peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Now we're moving to oceans. And after this, we're going to get into some praise reports of what God's been doing in your life. Let us know in Rumble Rants or your chat or backstage. or We'd love to have you come on. Somebody give your testimony. You can come backstage for free, by the way. Now with a pay-forward model, just go to backstage from the Blessed Teach website. Just go to the backstage tab on Blessed Teach. We'd love to have you back here. And Elizabeth, will you mind reading the oceans? Cool. Sorry, Annette, I didn't mean to chat. <laughs> it's, 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 uh, I'm still waking up. Mm. Oh, praise you, Jesus. When oceans rise, I will call upon your name. Yes. Keep my eyes above the waves. Count it all joy when you meet trials of various times. The testing of your faith produces steadfastness. You may be perfect, complete, lacking in nothing. And that's James 1 2 to 4. Your sovereign hand will be my guide. If feet may fail and fierce surrounds me, faith may be stronger in the presence of my Saviour. We need Jesus. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the river, they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through fire, you shall not be burned. And the flame shall not be given Isaiah 42. Leave me where my trust is without borders. Let me walk upon the waters wherever you call me. In Matthew 14 28, it says, The Lord command me to come to you. Lord, save me. And Jesus reached out his hand. So grab his hand, guys, for us. <laughs> awesome, awesome. So we've got, you're breaking up quite a bit uh, there, Elizabeth, just a fly, but beautiful. Thank you for doing that. Okay, it might be yeah. nice. Yeah. yeah. So right now, let's uh, lift him up. It's a beautiful song. He's always going to keep us above the waves, oceans. You call me out upon the waters, the great unknown, where feet may fail. I find you in the mystery In oceans deep My faith will stand
Appreciate you guys so much. Um, this is a beautiful time to be able to just worship Him, and um, really would appreciate your feedback on those last, the last song, the very first song I played was the one that has the new sound settings. The other ones I'm having to adjust and manually adjust because the sound is too low when we're reading scripture, and the sound was too way too high. It was blowing out a lot of what was going on on. Uh, on uh, Rumble and uh, the other platforms, so we really appreciate your uh, feedback on the sound as we mess with this. But we're we're now looking for for praise reports, so let us know. So it says, is the music too loud? Larry Mass says, no, that's good. Thank you, Jerry, for your feedback there. I see Sarah talking about Hallelujah, praise the Lord, beautiful music, feeling like God is in the house. All right, and uh, I got somebody saying, yeah, hi everyone from Florida. Says. Ruffy Wailu or somebody like that. <laughs> Paula saying the sound is good. Appreciate it. Um, would love to hear anybody that wants to give their testimony, wants to um, do anything such as uh, I'm going to unlock this and pull me up a little bit as I mess with some of these settings. There we go. But I don't want to disappear either. <laughs> All right, as you can do, I'm doing some new lower thirds down here to kind of keep you guys informed on things. They're called lower thirds, which is right there, right? And I'm also doing things with uh, uh, quite a bit of, we got a bunch of new music coming as well. So you can looking forward to that and uh, really adjusting all this music to be at the right levels immediately. Like we had an old platform, I was well on it for five years, right? So this is a brand new software, it's way more powerful. Probably gonna have to get a new computer just to make sure that the fan noise doesn't make noise here. Doesn't look like it's doing too bad right now. I just wanted to give you guys an update on that. Also wanted to invite you to kind of come commune with us in this ministry, and that is uh, coming uh, backstage, getting with the neighborhood. Neighborhood.social is where the Facebook replacement platform is. I think you'll really enjoy that. It's called neighborhood.social, right? And you can download that on your phones as well as just go there. That's where we have blogs, we have forums, we're discussing things um, with like-minded people, right? And uh, you need that at this point in time. You really shouldn't be isolated. So we appreciate you guys making sure that you are able to um, come and celebrate with us. Um, um, well, off hours when we're not here. There's also groups that we, we meet in Zoom. And so you can actually commune with others. Those are, groups are a really big part of this ministry. We're gonna be uh, having these groups available to all these hurting people that are gonna get awoken up and they're gonna be shocked. It's our job, I believe, to really allow them to understand how to uh, come to Christ and how to um, do powerful prayer for from a healing perspective as well as a as well as transformational prayers which would be coming to Christ right that's what we'd be training all the groups on 
you want to be part of really making a difference in this great harvest that's about coming, I think it's going to be huge. Um, come make sure you get in those groups and we'll be replicating those and training people to, to help the herding. It's just such a huge privilege for me to see how many volunteers are coming, starting to come to jump into this ministry. We have people that are doing intercessory prayer group, a new, new group that we're going to have that are going to be praying for our partners. Um, by the way, if you just want to be a partner, uh, we'll talk about that near the end of the broadcast, but that is uh, something that God told me I'm keeping people from reaping because I'm not, I don't have that available. So uh, basically we have now, you can text give to a certain number and, 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 and get right in there. There's a, there's a QR code. You can find that um, on the websites at, uh, um, just going to the donations tab. But anybody that gives a, even a dollar a month or less even, uh, monthly giving is considered a partner and our intercessor prayer team is going to be pouring over here We're going to have the Holy Spirit uh, really understand what you need prayer for Eventually they might even reach out to you But we're gonna make sure you're being prayed for and you're also getting getting exclusive updates of what this ministry is doing It's a real pleasure to see um, What's coming going on right now? I'm real excited about that, but we're gonna continue uh, to to lift this up and anybody that wants to give a praise report or anything about what God's doing in their life Let me know um, I can tell you, he's really, you know, talks about in James 1, 2, and 3. It, it says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. Right? Just think about that. Ah, consider that joy, he's telling us. Why? It says, Because the testing of your faith produces perseverance. And I think many of you are probably going through a hard time right now. The cabals tried to make it hard for everybody, not just a few people, for everybody, right? And so just think about James 1, 2, and 3 is sometimes a real good memory verse in those tough times. So you can actually uh, rest in that to say, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face the trials of many kinds, right? And then you think about that and why? Because the testing of your faith produces perseverance. He's, he's, he's actually, we talked about submitting to him as clay, right? And he's the potter. So he's pressing us in and, 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 and that hurts, right? But he's probably th getting you to throw away some of these things in the world and making sure that you are doing things um, that he really wants you to be doing. That is, that is another part of that. That's another thing I'm going to just apologize. I'm doing a little bit of adjustments on the fly here. I'm going to make the full screen so that my, my hands don't go off like that. They, they did that last time. Um, that, 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 that's uh, different views I have here and I keep putting new views on top. It's always improving. Pretty soon we'll have it nice and stable and perfect. But uh, also you can see my cross every once in a while. <laughs> if I could go up a little bit higher. But anyway, I just want to let you guys, I want to encourage you. Because another memory verse, I think it's 1 John 4, 4, that's about um, in this world you will have trouble. But take heart. I have overcome the world. <laughs> Jesus has overcome the world. So we can take heart when we're going through hard times. And that's one reason why we just continue to praise him. And they talk about oceans when the waves come and you know it keeps your keeps your eyes and above the above above the waves, right? I love that song for that reason. So many other songs are just so deep worship songs. And now we're gonna get into one that talks about our God. Really worshiping our God. So uh, Annette, if you wouldn't mind uh, reading this one. <clears throat> okay. Uh, our God is greater, is stronger, is higher than any other. For I know that the Lord is great, and, uh, and that our Lord is above all gods. Psalm 135.5 God is higher than anything and anyone, outshining everything you can see in the skies. Who can compare with God? 
Psalm 139.4-5 MSJG If our God is for us, then who can ever stop us? What can stand against us? If God is for us, who can be against us? Romans 8.31b Order you turn to wine. Open the eyes of the blind, even though you do not believe me. Believe the works that you may know and understand that the Father is in me, and I am in the Father. John 10.38 There is no one like you, none like you. There is none like you among the gods, O Lord. Great are dear. No, what does it say? I'm sorry, Rick. Uh, thank you. Nor are there any works like yours. Psalm 86, 8. Perfect. That's exactly right. As long as it's not too far at the bottom, you can see this. So let's worship <laughs> to our God. What are you turning
anything and anyone. Now shine in everything you can see in the skies. Who can compare to God? Nobody. <laughs> I love it. This is the everlasting song. Um, uh, Net, would you do this? Yes. Yes, of course. This is a beautiful song, too. I meant, I meant Elizabeth because you just did it, but this is your favorite song, so I have to do this one. So we'll, we'll go to Elizabeth next. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> you are my everlasting God, but the Lord is the true God, the living God, everlasting King. Jeremiah 10.10. 10. The Lord reigns forever and ever. Exodus 15.18. Strength will rise as we wait upon the Lord to be strengthened with power through His Spirit in your inner being. Ephesians 3.16b Being strengthened with all power according to His glorious might for all endurance and patience with joy. Colossians 1.11 Our hope, our strong deliverer and comforter in need Trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord God is an everlasting rock. Isaiah 26.4 He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. Psalm 147.3 I have loved you with an everlasting love. And Rick, you have to read the last yeah. part because I can't see that. It's Jeremiah 31.3 you. you can just stop each time. I'll know to do it. <laughs> All right, everlasting God.
forever. The Lord God is an everlasting rock. song then we're going to open it up again for prayer requests as well as any praise reports so if you got something jerry got his sound working that's awesome hi all says gbumb um, but elizabeth if you wouldn't mind reading this one as we dig into the how great you are oh can you hear me okay that's better whatever you did thank you oh i i, I just closed a couple of things on my computer <laughs> mm. all right great are you lord Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods, for all the gods of the peoples are worthless idols. But the Lord made the heavens. That's Psalm 96, 4-5. It's your breath in our lungs. Then the Lord God formed the man of dust from the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and the man became a living creature. Genesis 2, 7. You give life, you are love. Anyone who does not love does not know God. His God is love. That's 1 John 4 to 8. And what this world needs now is God's love. We all had God's love, we wouldn't be going through this now. You bring light to the darkness. In Him was life. Life was the light of death. And the light shines in darkness. Darkness comprehended it not. John 1, 4-5 I have come in the world Sorry, go ahead I have come into the world as light so that whoever believes in me may not be in darkness John 12, 46 Thank you, Jesus Yes, he gives us love, he gives us life he gives us breath in our lungs Great is our Lord 
You give life, you are love, you bring light to the darkness, you give hope, you restore every heart that is broken. And
of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. Hmm. And that's what we love to do is abound in hope. And uh, we want to get it to anybody that'd like to give a testimony or a praise report now. Uh, love, to, love to really dig into um, what God's doing in people's lives, right? For a lot. Um, and sometimes uh, we also want to pray for you, right? So I know one thing that has been on our heart is to pray for um, President Trump and Netanyahu as well. I believe there are, those are two that are you know, being tested in this hour and we need to pray for them. Um, pray for the yeah, you know, one big thing that I think Amanda Grace's prophetic word said is that they'll choose God's way and not their way, right? Sometimes their logic and thinking, you know, from a man's perspective is going to say you should do this. When God's saying, no, this is the path and I'll guide you. And in fact, her latest word kind of emphasized that as well when it come, came to Israel as a whole, the whole government, right? To do things the way God wants them to do and not the way that they think it should be done. And I think that's the way all this is. I really believe there's, uh, you know, there's going to be a huge fall of the enemy. Almost every prophet's talking about it. So we need to keep the hope up while they're trying to create despair in us. And that's why my life verses Philippians 4, 6, and 7. And I'm sure you guys, uh, if you want to, if you really want to start with some memory verses, um, that may be two that you just love, right? <laughs> because it says, do not be anxious about anything. Just think about that. In every situation. Um, whoa, that's pretty tough right there, right? If you just think about that. In every situation, do not be anxious about anything, right? So what a, what a way to live if you can really live it, right? So that's why I think that's part of renewing your mind. Of say, hey, And so as you go through rough times, you say, you say just that. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. So again, that thanksgiving's there, remember? Our, our weapons are what? Praise and thanksgiving. A lot of these songs talk about that, right? Our, our weapons are praise and thanksgiving. That's what Philippians 4, 6, and 7 is saying. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving. So we're, we're basically doing thanksgiving and prayer. Those are weapons. So it's praise. Praise and thanksgiving, right? And then what do you do when you present your request to God with thanksgiving? What happens? You, well... The peace of God that transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Is that not cool? Your a peace that transcend, transcends all understanding. I believe that we're going to be known for that. Talk about we're going to be the calm before and during and after the storm. Right? The only way you can have that is the peace of God that transcends all understanding. Right? Who doesn't want that? So, okay, raise your hand if you do not want <laughs> a peace that transcends all understanding, okay? <laughs> so, if you do not want it, raise your hand. Okay, now, those that do want it, all right, let's pray some more. Why don't we do that? But, um, yeah, you know, sometimes we go through really rough times and, and it, different parts of our life get rough. And then when you get three or four of them going up once, it's, it, can, it can be really rough. And, uh, but that's why he gives us words to speak as well, right? And so as we're in the Word of God and we're renewing our mind, that's why I keep getting from the Lord over and over again. And the words I'm posting on the blog is 
Um, there's a lot of people chat chatting on Rumble. I love it to see that active. But um, it, it's just it's kind of like three or four things. Number one is make sure you're spending time with him alone. Right? That's so critical. Number two, you know, make sure that you're praising him uh, because he can, he'll communicate with you during that time period. Make sure you're in his word of God. And then, uh, and then there's another part of this is just memorizing him, his scriptures, or, or meditating on it, or getting in your heart. You know, all those kind of go together, I think. So uh, if you can do those things, you're putting him first, right? That's what Matthew 6, 33 is all about. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be added to you. So all these things that uh, you're worried about, they'll all be added to you if you just do one thing. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. And that's what those four things are just talking about. The way, how, do you, how do you seek his kingdom first? Well, you make sure that you're in the word of God. And, and, and that's part of renewing our mind. It's part of why he says, I believe in the scriptures, that um, very clearly that his thoughts are not our thoughts, neither his ways are our ways. But the only way to understand what his thoughts are is what? Spend time alone with him. Be in his word. And if you have your word in your heart, then he can speak to you a lot clearly, right? Now, you, you've probably seen when, in my blog post on the Rick's Alone Time with God, and you see Julie Green's uh, um, um, prophetic words, you see men of graces, others, others, and I know a lot, a lot of people follow others. Um, they're always full of scripture, right? And so because he's going to be pouring into people that understand and have renewed their mind so he can talk. And they'll understand it, and they'll be able to write it, and they'll know what, and, and, and they'll come to them at the right times. Uh, if you don't know Scripture, it's hard for God to talk to you, I believe. So that's my big encouragement for everybody, and that's the blessings I've had is getting closer to the Lord in these coming months has been all by doing those things. I'm spending time alone with Him. I'm in the Word of God. I memorize Scriptures, and I praise and worship Him. And that's what we're doing right now. We kind of get a little bit of. Uh, uh, not only praise and worship, we get some word, the word of God as we're studying as we do this in this method, right? That's the best thing about this part. And we're going to get into a, um, a song that celebrates this time. We can celebrate being in the house of the Lord, right? Because if you have the Holy Spirit in you, He's living in you because you're a temple, right? Your body's a temple and He comes into you. So let's celebrate this. And uh, I'm going to read this one. This is the house of the Lord. It says, there's joy in the house of the Lord. Our God is surely in this place. So let's put the energy back into, into the worship here. We'll, we'll, we'll just be celebrating here. You, you make known to me the path of life. In your presence there is fullness of joy in Psalm 16, 11. Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God. That's a beautiful thing in 1 Corinthians 6, 19 tells us it. And this talks about we worship the God who was and, and is evermore will be. Let the house of the Lord sing praises, right? So we see that in Revelation 4. It says, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. And we see in Psalm 150, praise the Lord in his mighty heavens. Praise him for his mighty deeds according to his excellent greatness. And this gets us, he hung up on the cross. The God who heals and saves and rose us from the grave, rose up from the grave. And then if we get into uh, 1 Peter 2, 24, it says, He himself bore sins in his body on the tree that we might die to sin and live to righteousness by his wounds you have been healed. 
having been buried with him in baptism, in which you were also raised with him through faith. This is the time to celebrate, guys. Even in hard times, we can still celebrate that beautiful. We worship the God who was. We worship the God who is. We worship the God who evermore will be. He opened the prison doors. He parted the raging sea. My God, He holds the victory.
must consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. <laughs> so another one praise song. Let's really get into the praises. Uh, Elizabeth, would you read this one again? I think Di said she could read, but I think she's gone, so... Oh. Hosanna, Hosanna. Eyes, hearts, and hopes are turning to you. We long, we long, we long for you, Lord. And the crowds were shouting, Hosanna to the Son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest, Matthew 21, 9. We find strength to face the day. In your presence all our fears are washed away, that according to his riches of his glory, he may grant you to be strengthened with power through his spirit in your inner being. Ephesians 3, 16. You are the God who saves us, worthy of all our praises. He has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Christ from the dead. 1 Peter 1 3. Praise God, thank you, Jesus. Amen. Hello, Sufri. Nice to have you back. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so nice yeah. to have Shuri here. We uh, also have a prayer request. I'm sorry I missed that one earlier on Rumble. We'll get to that next. Make sure we get some more prayer requests in there. I'd love to have more things that we need to pray for. What do we need to pray for you? Or what do you suggest we pray for? We'll get some, some prayer warrior praying that week. Praise is rising, eyes are turning to you, we turn to you, hope is stirring, hearts are yearning for you, we long for When we see you, we find strength to face the day. In your presence, all our fears are washed away. Washed away. Hosanna. Hosanna. You are the God who saves us.
when we see you, we find strength to face the day. to do uh, before we get to worthy of it all and that is um, I'm looking here for a couple of them so um, so Elizabeth if you wouldn't mind praying first and then Annette we got uh, pterodactyl on rumble says please agree with me for complete physical healing and financial freedom for all of us who have been struggling in Jesus name and uh so, so net, maybe you do that one. I think uh, Elizabeth had to step away. So pterodactyl. Okay. Can so you is, please repeat that, Rick? Yeah, it's pterodactyl from from Rumble. It's in the chat there. It says, please agree with me for complete physical healing and financial freedom for all of us who have been struggling in Jesus' name. So that's pterodactyl. Yes. Doesn't give her name or his name, but it's uh, just a person on Rumble asking for complete physical Terry. healing and financial freedom. Okay. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, oh, it's so wonderful to be here with you, Father God, and praise you and lift you up and know that you are on the throne. And we are so grateful, Jesus, that you took all our iniquities, all our diseases, everything is on, was laid on you, Jesus. So we know through your love for us, Jesus, that we have the power from you, Jesus, the healing power, and we lift up Terry to you, Abba Father. We lift him and lift him in and put him in your hands, Father God, and we declare and decree that he will be healed. He is already healed. He is already healed in Jesus' uh, wounds and, and stripes. Terry is already healed. And also, you are his provider, Jesus. You are his provider. So we ask for abundance, whatever he needs. We ask for that blessing over his life. We, we thank you, Jesus, that you are his healer, his 
greatest physician and you will show him your power, your might in his life. You will bring healing into his body, all over his body, whatever it needs, you will heal him. We declare and we thank you, Jesus, that you will also give him the finances he needs. Thank you, Jesus, that we can be here praising you and pray for your people and let your Holy Spirit also fill him up with that power of healing. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. All right, and uh, Jeremiah, would you uh, lift up the next one, which is just, uh, it says G4, G4UNB on Rumble. Please pray. Can you pray for my renewed good health? Absolutely, I'd love to. I've got a, uh, I came just a while ago and sat down. I've got a page open. It's a partial uh, prophecy from Julie Green. It kind of addresses that. If I, I could read it, that'd be great. That'd be awesome. Okay, it says, so... For I, the Lord, this day remind you, children, to study my word, earnestly remember what I am doing for you. Study my word to find out who I am and to have a firm, focused foundation of the Father. And that I and and that way we know what to expect. Trust him. I've told you time and time again, I am your strength. I am your deliverer, I am your helper, your counselor, your standby, your provider, your teacher, your healer, your savior, your joy, your peace, and all you need, El Shaddai. I just pray that over him right now, dear Heavenly Father, I just pray that you are his healer. We know that you're the healer, dear Heavenly Father. First, we, we believe it and then we speak it in faith. We stand on your word like you tell us to do, dear Heavenly Father. We stand on your word. These are your words through your prophet, Julie Green. We stand on those words also, dear Heavenly Father, like you tell us to, dear Heavenly Father. With the blood of Jesus, the crown of thorns that they put on his head, the nails that they pierced his hands with and they pierced through his feet, dear Heavenly Father, the blood that you shed on the cross for us tells us in your mighty word that you are our healer. You are our joy, dear Heavenly Father. Thank you for the sacrifice that you did for us, dear Heavenly Father. Thank you for that. In Jesus' name, we hold him up. We hold the B2T ministry up. We hold everybody who's watching right now up, dear Heavenly Father. We call them healed in the name of Jesus. Yes. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. I'm going to genericize it a little bit. That was David, by the way. So we lifted all that up for David. He just said, uh, my name is David, by the way. That's awesome. Thank you for that. And I'm not sure the name of who we prayed for. That was, but she just said Terry. Maybe that is pterodactyl. Maybe that's a, that's it. Stands in agreement with pterodactyl as we uh, look for physical healing and financial healing. That's a big thing that's happening for a lot of people right now. And we'll get into a little bit more prayer after another song here. Um, just keep the flow going a little bit. So if you, but if you have a prayer request, let us know. Otherwise, we're going to be praying for Netanyahu and Trump. But we'd also like to pray for you specifically if you have a specific prayer request. So um, it's been beautiful to, to do that. So with right now, let's get into this uh, next song, which was uh, worthy of it all. Isn't he worthy of it all? 
I mean, just think about it. It's like, wow. Then um, that's what we're studying in, in Hebrews, right? All the way from the Old Testament. Where they, we'd have to uh, have animals and never have access to the Holy of Holies. And now, wow, we have access directly through Jesus to the Holy uh, Father. And then he gives us the Holy Spirit that lives in us. Woo! He is worthy of it all. Let's uh, let's praise him with this. So, um, Jeremiah, do you mind reading this one? I don't mind at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the saints and angels, they bow before your throne. All the elders cast their crowns before the Lamb of God and sing. The four and twenty elders fall down before him that sat on the throne and worship him that lives forever and ever and cast their crowns before the throne revelations 4:10 for from all from you are all things and to you are all things you are worthy o lord to receive our glory and honor and power for you have created all things and for you and for you pleasure they and for you pleasure they are and were created mm-hmm. day and night night and day let incense arise for from the rising of the sun even to its setting my name will be great among the nations and in every place in every place incense is going to be offered to my name malachi 111 beautiful beautiful we welcome tony as well has his camera on backstage thanks tony for worshiping with us here we are worshiping to this beautiful song about angels bound before the lord um he's he's worthy of it all and the incense by the way is our prayers
Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I'll be exalted in the earth. Psalm 46.10. And the incense, remember your prayers. That's why we're letting the incense arise. Still, know that I'm God. I'll be exalted among the nations. I'll be exalted in the earth.
right, I wanted to come back to do some final prayers. I know we burned through that hour and a half pretty fast, didn't we? It's like a, <laughs> it's like a, wow. Um, I just love this music. Love just lifting him up. And uh, let's see if we have any other. Uh, God bless the Omnish for showing the way, says Gabby. <laughs> Uh, a lot of people say th thank you for um, just participating on backstage. It's fun, and to s also see all the all the Rumble rants or I guess these uh, live chats. You can just go to a member. If you're on Rumble, love to have you join us more often on the chat. So even if you're watching on your big screen TV or whatever, you can just load it on your phone and just go to live chat. Type in your prayer request. We'd love to pray for that. But we're going to pray for netanyahu and um, president trump now that they'll find they'll they'll choose his way and not our way so um maybe we have a, a shuri and then elizabeth just just pray for one of those either both of them or, or one of them that you feel led to but shuri does your volume working now or not <laughs> hi everyone <laughs> mm -hmm. hello hello hey good to see you hi, hi. so which one you. you want me pray why don't you pray for Trump, and then Trump? I'll have uh, okay. do Netanyahu in Israel. <laughs> okay, okay. Father God, we come to you by your throne of mercy. You said, come and ask. You shall receive. Father God, we lift up and put President Trump in your lap of mercy, Lord Father God. We ask you to give him wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Let him do whatever you want him to do, Lord Father God. No proud come inside of him except the glory of you shine on him the, till everybody see him and find out what a good man he is, Father God. He is a peacemaker like you are, Father God. Father, in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach, we ask and we protect ask for protection of him father god we cover him with the authority you gave it to us with the blood of jesus and cover him with the bubble of holy spirit till no man no evil can do harm him at all save him for the country for his family father god and honestly around the world lord father god till he can solve this all the mishmashes on the world till he can fix it in the name of Jesus. And we ask you, you said, I'm going to take the king away and bring the king back. You took him away for a reason till he learned and be more obedient to you. So we are asking you to bring him back to White House and make all this chaos go away in the name of Jesus. Amen, Lord. Amen. Thank you so much, Sherry. Elizabeth, do you mind lifting up Netanyahu? Sure, and there was just one little praise report from Sarah Smile. Oh, okay, did I miss that? Good. Yes, that her grandson turned six years old this month, and her granddaughter just turned two, so they're just a blessing to her. So Beautiful. I love that. I love that. Okay, um, Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father. Just going to pray for Ephesians. God, our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, I pray that you may continue to give the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you, with Benjamin, that time, Yahoo, the eyes of his understanding being enlightened, the 
that he may continue to know what is the hope of your calling, what are you, the riches of your inheritance of the saints, and what is the exceeding greatness of your power towards those who believe, according to the working of your mighty power, which you worked in Christ when you raised him from the dead and seated him at the own right hand of the heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion, and every name that is known, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. And you put all things under your feet and gave Jesus to be the head over all things to the church. And I pray he's the head of Benjamin Natkow's decisions. And Father God, I pray that you fill his heart with the hope of calling, knowing that your strategies are the best ones. I pray that he listens to your voice. I pray that he really bows down and searches the depths of your heart, Father God, to change his situation for good, which is in his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. Father God, we thank you that you are the all in all. You are the almighty God. And you need your people to pray into this, to, to love into this, and to to raise up a standard, Father God, so the enemy, when he comes like a flood, that he can be banished and he can be kicked out. I pray for the Muslims. I pray for everyone that they cannot hate but love. I pray that they will get a revelation of who the love of God really is, that you'll put people into their paths to stop this hatred, to stop this propaganda that the media are trying to use and blame Israel for things that, that the evil ones are doing, Father God. And we just thank you, Father God, that the wisdom and knowledge of you will pour upon the leaders who are in this battle, Father God, and your truth will prevail and your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven in this situation. We just give you praise and glory, Father God, that you can turn this around. We thank you for the mighty soldiers that are, that are having the battle in praise and prayer, because whenever there was an army going out to fight, the praise team would always go first, the music would always go first, because you work in our praises, Lord. You work in our prayers. And we just thank you, Lord, that this situation, this situation will turn to good, Father God, and we just bring down the evil cabal in Jesus' mighty name. Enough is enough. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Elizabeth. That's so awesome. And that does um, get us to the 7.30 mark. We usually go about an hour and a half here. Wanted to thank you all for joining us. Wanted to let you guys know that uh, this ministry uh, really appreciates you, and we would love to have you get more involved. And there's multiple ways to do that. One is to just uh, go come backstage on the cameras with us. We'll be backstage with 107 and Amanda Grace and Timothy Dixon, beautiful people. And you, on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, you can be backstage with them. You can also watch the recording if you miss it. And then uh, also uh, from a backstage perspective, right, for, which is Zoom. So we basically be on Zoom with those people. Um, then there's also the neighborhood, and that's really the Facebook replacement where we're all in together. There's Zoom groups going on and blogs being posted and forums to discussion. It's beautiful things. Everything you would do on Facebook, but with like-minded people, that is neighborhood.social. Make sure you um, download that on your phone as well. I love to use it on both where I can get notifications. You can chat with people uh, that, are, that are these great backstage uh, prayer warriors. Um, again, don't be isolated. This is the time, I believe, to get into neighborhood.social as, as one thing. But everything you'll find at blessedteach.com there. Um, there's also uh, one, um, one thing I wanted to show real quickly is just the fact that there is a new partner model as well. Um, there's training available there. There's all, all the show notes I talked about is, is there. So go to blessedteach.com 
And um, again, everything you'll see is there. Let me just show you real quick. Um, and again, this is something that I think is, uh, we put a lot of time into the show. We're gonna be refreshing this as more of a ministry site as a, that's what this has become. You can see on this, you can you can have your, your the, the show notes, by the way, are right here on the front page. And then you can also do all the free stuff, uh, which is now backstage as well as the neighborhoods. Um, you got the training, you got the store here. And uh, the donations tab will actually show you how to become a partner. If anybody of you who want to get exclusive updates on what this ministry is doing, be part of what we're doing with building these groups to, for all these hurting people, going to 7 by 24 eventually, actually having events. Um, we just need partners to make any of this happen, right? And so there's a text number, 833-209-2363. Text GIVE. You become a partner, by the way, if you just uh, give any any, any any amount per month, let's say a dollar a month or whatever, you're our partner, you'll get exclusive updates as well as get prayer from the Intercessory Prayer Team. You also have this QR code, just put, put your camera on that QR code that'll bring you to the same page as text and give to 833-209-2393. Love you guys so much, can't wait to see what God does through this ministry as uh, our partners pour into it from a plant into it, if you will, so that that will grow and you will be able to reap and, and, and you will be able to see this ministry grow to all these new areas and all the vision that we have for it to help in this great time of harvest. Um, it's gonna be a beautiful time. Hey, with that, if all the backstage people would not mind unmuting and saying goodbye. Oh, bye, everybody. Yeah, God bless. Bye, everybody. Good night. Good night, God bless. God bless. God bless. God bless us. Shalom, shalom. God bless America. Israel is forever. Yay! Israel forever. See you tomorrow, Batman. Sing it, girl. Sing it. Amen. Hallelujah. My God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Love you guys.